Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. This authentic history of the faith that goes back to the hillside and the sea where 5,000 fed and Peter stepped out of the boat and walked to Jesus on the water. And Christ first spoke of giving his flesh for the life of the world. The true presence in the Lamb upon the altar in the broken bread we share. This authentic gift of faith passed down. Make our hearts on fire, like in the town of Emmaus so many years ago. Faith will tell us Christ is present when our human senses fail. The song, Come Thou Font, is sung by the group Celtic Worship. It's a must-listen. It starts like this. Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. The horseman rode into town like he had ridden into so many towns before. His work was endless, never ceasing, and this was a dry and wintry day. The air was filled with ice and earth alike, and the canvas slicker he wore was a great commodity. If not for the pockets inside where he kept his paper dry and the oils he often needed for work, life would be much more bitter. Music was playing down the street and echoing down the wooden sidewalks. It was a classic camp town, and the camp town rhythm was too easy to follow. This music was just an interruption, though, for the horseman had another rhythm of drum and flute, violin, guitar, and outlaw pipes pushing back into his soul, recapturing his presence. Teach me some melodious sonnet sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mount I'm fixed upon it. Mount of thy redeeming love. Like all other camp towns, this one gathered people best in the night, be it hot or cold. The horsemen rode for men and women virtue, and the papers that tell of an ancient story and the life it brings. But the night always carried its anticipations and invitations that all men have such a great feel for. The horseman was well aware of that, but he had a greater calling. When he walked into the showcase, It always happens, as if he was preceded by a host of angels in the rhythm of a greater song than Camptown Ladies, a sonnet fixed from the heavens. When he passed through a door where men played and women worked, he always felt the tension of both fear and hope that somehow both preceded and followed him. Here I raise my Ebenezer, here by thy great help I have come, and I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. But he was no stranger to everyone in town. He always entered and sat among the people. The drab of his outfit brought its own recognition. The horseman was once a wanderer, too, working and playing on the same schedule as those who sat before him. He set his papers and oils on the table and retrieved the bread from his saddlebags. Slowly, in the quiet still of intentions that rose above the camp town melodies, Strangers began to walk over to the table he had found in the brightest corner at the back of the showcase. One by one, never a line would develop. Even more mysteriously, both men and women would sit down next to the horseman, nervous, fidgety, reluctant, and share their strange stories. The horseman shared the papers with all, and to others he shared the oils, then the bread to all who came to him in truth. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God, he to rescue me from danger, 
interposed his precious blood. The smell of a hard life filled the room, hung like a great cloud hovering over their heads. The people smelled of work and labor, like in every town the horsemen traveled. It wasn't offensive to him. It was familiar. So he was drawn to it, drawn to them. Those that came to his table were many, but not everyone came. The horsemen waited long after the people stopped coming, just in case. See, back in the day, the horsemen, too, had waited long beyond the crowd stopped coming to share their strange stories, to share his strange story. He had time, as long as he had breath. These were the most difficult moments for the horsemen, waiting, wanting, to remain focused on task, but the difficult past, like a pursuing wolf, seems to have relentless energy. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I am constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Then the rhythm began to find its energy again, and the volume began to rise, the rush of his heart began to pound within his chest. This showcase was not even near its end. The last man and woman that came to see him and had sat down hours ago, when the horseman finally rose from his chair, every eye was upon him. He walked slowly, yet with a rhythm like the blues, inviting, not off-putting, desirable, not precocious. Would the horseman join them for some final songs, take off his dusty hat and tattered coat, knock one back and share some stories with the boys? The ladies spied him with their yearnings. Like bitter wormwood, they spoke to him in their silence. The song within him began to surface, and all began to hear his melody of grace. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Men watched and marveled at his resilience. A man of virtue is hard not to respect, especially when power is involved, and the power was pouring out of him. He turned and paused, looking back from the door, his hands stretched out to them, as if to say, Is there anyone else who needs to tell their story? Who needs to eat from the bread? There were no takers. He stepped into his stirrup and rose to the saddle, tucked his cross securely inside his vestments and rode out. On to the next town. It would be a sleepless night, but he would return if there was time. Some say the path to heaven is easy. Christ said the road to get there was hard and the gate at the end for us to enter was narrow and few will find it. The prophet Jeremiah reminded us, if running with men seems hard, how can we ever expect to run with the horses? So like Peter, we all have to step out of the boat. And remember, the ancient Hebrews woke every morning in the wilderness to find fresh manna for their journey. We too need food for our journey. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never be hungry, and the one who believes in me will never be thirsty. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum. <laughs>